welcome back to My Immune System Hates Me. In all my previous episodes, we've heard from my family and friends about their chronic conditions. For the very first time, today's chat is with someone I'd never met before. Christine is the lucky winner of two autoimmune diseases, Graves' disease and rheumatoid arthritis. At one point, her RA was so severe that she was unable to walk. After working with a team of doctors, including a physical and occupational therapist, she's back on her feet and she's on a mission to raise awareness about life with autoimmune disorders. Hey, Chelsea. Hi, Christine. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? It's good. I'm good. It's good to meet you. <laughs> it's good to meet you too. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Yeah. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. It's very different for the two of us, and that's what you'll see today. So I think it's great that you have your generation, how you caught this. You're the woman because it's not easy to catch. Really, I'm not kidding you. And you'll hear it in my story. And then someone at my age, where it's more difficult when you have osteo and you're getting older. So I think this is a great match. Yeah. And we can shed a lot of information down the road. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear about your story because you're right. I was in pain for maybe three months and I was like, something's wrong. Let me figure it out. And I, but I know that that is rare. So thank you so much for reaching out to me. I think this is going to be really cool. So why don't we start with you telling us a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm a 54 year old woman. I live in White Plains, New York. So I'm 32 miles northwest of New York City. I work in the technology industry for years in sales. So I've done a lot of traveling, a lot of carrying, a lot of on the move, a lot of hours. You know, I'm someone who loves the beach, who loves to cook, who loves the outdoors. And until this hit, life becomes a little bit of a struggle. And I'd love to take you down the journey of both of my autoimmune diseases, because as you're aware, I have Graves' disease as well, and hopefully give some insight that nobody was able to give me when I was your age. Mm -hmm. I think what's very important to tell people or remind people is what an autoimmune disease is. Because nobody gets it when you use certain words like arthritis. And it's basically your own body attacking the good cells in your body. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. The good in your body is being attacked by your own body. And there's no stopping it. Believe it or not, it is now becoming a disability. And the sad part is there are no, not that many clinical trials. A lot of people do not have the information and it's based on hereditary and stress. And that's from my perspective. I was first diagnosed in my thirties with Graves' disease and Graves' disease is an autoimmune disorder that overproduces the thyroid hormone in your glands, which basically tells your body what to do, how your brain should function, how your kidneys should function, your heart, your liver. I get extra skin on my body. Uh, my knees have extra skin. There's some physicalities to it, but not, not as many. I don't know how to stop that. But not as many that is like with RA in a sense. And I think some of the questions that you had is that, you know, Graves' disease is a hyperthyroidism. So producing too much. And I was put on medication to bring it down. And for about 10 years, the medication worked. I was 30-ish when I was diagnosed until the medicine started to affect my liver. And then I had to have radioactivity oh. to kill my thyroid. So I don't own a thyroid anymore. There's no thyroid in my wow. body. It's gone. And I think you had asked me how I knew what Graves, how I had Graves disease. I had the bulging of the eyes. I had the goiter on my neck. I lost an immense amount of weight, which 30 years old, why was I going to complain? <laughs> Without even trying. I mean, I was still eating bread and pasta, the Italian girl that I am, and five pounds a week were coming off. Now, would you complain? <laughs> I would. 
had a, a friend next door to me and her fiance was a doctor and he was very concerned about me. And he actually called my parents. Wow. And back when I was 30, nobody knew what a thyroid was. They didn't check for it. Mm. And so I went in and my thyroid was 98% wrapped around my esophagus. <gasps> How I was still alive, they don't know. So I was consistently sleeping, consistently missing work, little things, couldn't swallow. But it's ever so subtle. You don't realize you aren't swallowing properly until they reverse it and fix it. And now you start choking on food. That's what was happening with me. If you look at my eyes, and for you, I know this is a podcast, but you'll notice that my eyes are not the same size. You'll notice my makeup is a little bit off. And that's actually because I have the thyroid disease of the eyes. Wow. So I can't see you properly. I have, uh, my vision is a little bit altered. I cannot drive anymore because I don't see the lines properly in the road. These are just things because nobody knew what thyroidism was back then. Now I'm on Simbacort and my autoimmune disease is no longer because I don't own a thyroid anymore. So that was great news. <laughs> wow. But then, then you know what happened. Like you, but keep in mind also, I'm a survivor of 9-11 for the people of my generation who were there. And I'm going to tie all this in at the end, which I just found this out at my last doctor's appointment. Hmm. I don't know about your rheumatoid arthritis, but you caught yours in three months and I thought your story was incredible. Mm -hmm. I go back now, Chelsea, I'm 10 years complaining. Really? I went to a hand specialist. I was told I had carpal tunnel. I was told I had severe tendinitis. They took x-rays. Mm -hmm. I still had tendinitis. Years later, my ankle started to bother me. I went to a surgeon. He told me I was flat-footed after taking an MRI. Wow. My toes started to bother me. The, the weight you're gaining. If I ask anybody else that's overweight, I don't think their toes are bothering <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I'm getting frustrated at this point. My dad, unfortunately, in 2018, had a triple bypass and two strokes. And I was in the hospital in rehab for four months. And my knees started to bother me. And I said, wow, it's from sitting in the hospital all this time. Came Christmas, I couldn't get up. My whole body shut down. Ugh. And I went to an RA doctor and to give you an example. I don't know what your RA factor was, but mine was 1,161. No. No anti-normal. Oh my gosh. And my inflammation was even worse, I think, at 361. And that number is supposed to be, I think, between 0 and 15. I'm not even sure what the number is. That's how bad I was. So now the journey starts, like you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know, do you take medication, Chelsea, or you're... I do. I'm on sulfasalazine and I'm still on a tapering prescription of prednisone, but we're hoping to get off of it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. The prednisone is tough. I, I've been on the prednisone on and off throughout my life actually. And it's a tough drug. So when you get off of that, you'll be very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually on the hydrochloroquine. Thought I was in for, I thought I was going to have the miracle drug. Right. That didn't work out. And I also take methotrexate, which is a chemo drug. So I take seven pills once a week of the methotrexate and I take two pills every day of the hydrochloroquine. And I could tell anyone that's out there that's afraid of the methotrexate, do not be afraid of it. Yeah, I've heard nothing but terrifying things about it. Don't be afraid of it. You have to learn your body. You have to learn the medicine. I take it on a Wednesday night. I am tired. You sleep. You just make sure your stomach has food in it. You're tired the next day, but I've learned. I get up, I have peppermint tea that settles my stomach. I make myself a big breakfast. So please, anyone who is listening or anyone that you know, do not be afraid of them. I was very afraid of it. I heard the word chemo mm -hmm. and I was doomed, right? Because that's suppressing my immune system right. that I already don't have. <sighs> if it wasn't for that drug, I'd be in a wheelchair today. 
And that's the God's honest truth. Wow. I am walking perfectly. I can move my hands. Drugs are a miracle workers. The right doctor is a miracle worker as well. I go to hospital for special surgery in New York City. Um, I did not know they had a very large RA department. They do. And I see the chief resident there, the head of the department, actually. He takes care of me because I went from in a wheelchair in his office to walking. And the other thing is physical and occupational therapy. Whether you think you need it or whether you don't, everyone should have it because you have to learn your new normal. So when this gets really bad, I, mine, I don't know what you are, but I'm moderate to severe, so I'm severe. My hands, I know there's, there's already damage in my hands. So in the morning, I'll have dropsy morning. Like we just drop everything I touch. I'm, I'm used to it by now. But she has taught me how to get up out of a seat again. I had to learn how to walk again. Uh, she taught me how to get up off the floor. I had to stop doing yoga. I love yoga. Mm. Couldn't do it anymore. She taught me that. And she's taught me how to use my hands again. And I would also love for you to tell people they, she uses a therapy, light force therapy laser on me, which is not covered by insurance yet. And it's actually, the website is www.lightforcemedical.com. That was a game changer for me. It is a light force that gets rid of the inflammation. So she would use the machine on me, which would break the inflammation. She would then massage me, work me out. And then the object is to go home for 12 hours and try not to use. So she did my hands that day, nothing drastic, nothing major. That machine is what allowed me to continue my physical therapy. How often did you have to do it? I went twice a week to her. I did the machine 10 times. And now I have, I go when I need it. And I think this year I've gone once. I've stopped going to physical therapy once COVID started. Mm. But I have most of the equipment here because I had to purchase it because I couldn't leave my house. She had to come to my house at the beginning. I couldn't walk. Mm. I couldn't get down my steps to get out of my house. You know, life was changing. I'm going to be 54 in a couple of weeks. That's not what I thought my life was going to be. Right. It's scary. It truly is scary. But when I said, remember that this is part of 9-11, it has now been confirmed that RA and a couple of other autoimmune diseases are coming out because of 9-11. What do you mean? 9-11 is contributing to people, some of the women getting autoimmune diseases. They're tying it to that time frame because it's within those years of 9-11. So 9-11 happened in 01 in 2010. I was in the hospital as a chronic asthmatic, never had asthma in my life. So I know my asthma is from then, 10 years ago, which is 2010 is when I think my RA journey started. Wow. So you think it was the stress of it? I think it was the stress, personally, my opinion, because I do have PTSD from 9-11, which is normal. I'm not the only one. A lot of people do. Oh, yeah. He said the studies just came out and he'll be sending them to me. So anyone that's within my age group that was down there on 9-11, I just say to everyone, Chelsea, you should be so proud of yourself. What you did... You don't realize I've done it twice now and twice I missed it. Right. Yeah. And anyone who has one autoimmune disease, you get others. Right. So you've got to be careful. Yeah. Did you think once your thyroid was gone, did you think like, okay, I'm cured of autoimmune diseases now? I, I don't think that really struggled my immune system as much as I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Meaning once the medication was able to control my thyroid, And probably the fact that I was in my 30s made a huge difference. I didn't Mm -hmm. stop my life. I still went out and partied. I still went out and did what I had to do. I was invincible, right? You're 30 years old. I was 40 when I had the radioactivity. And Mm -hmm. 
that changed my life because the synth that's when you start gaining weight because it's shutting down your system of metabolism mm -hmm. and i don't come from the healthiest generation right i was a generation that sat in the diner we all had a dollar and ate fries with cheese you know and so that's how we ate back in the day there were no health kicks when i was a kid yeah. you know so it, it that changed my life a little bit but i was fine i mean i lived with it i never can say i got sick but i mm -hmm. learned in life be careful of the flu wash your hands. I used to wear gloves when I would go shopping and spray them with Lysol when I would come home, just because I knew I couldn't get the flu mm. between my asthma and between my autoimmune. So it's life changing. But what I can say to anyone out there that has it badly at this point, with the confidence, the right health, the right diet, life can be normal again. It'll just be a little bit different. I may not right. open something the way you open something anymore. <laughs> I have struggled with this one pickle jar. I, every time I like try and open it and I just can't do it. I have every gadget in the house. I'll share them with you someday. Yeah. I have every gadget. It's the easy things that people don't realize you cannot do. The hard things like lifting and carrying, that's okay. But like mm. peeling back something on a jar, I need tweezers because I, I can't do it. Uh. My hands can't. Pull it back. I can't, I grip, can't it. grip it. I can't yeah. grip anything anymore. Yeah, I've been noticing. I'm a big knitter, and I've been noticing if I knit the next day, my hands are so sore, and so I'm like, oh, I have to find a different hobby. <laughs> you know, go to physical therapy and let them give you exercises. And seriously, if you want to, if you want, I will give you some of them that I was given. Very simple mm -hmm. exercises. It starts in the hands first. Didn't know that either. I don't know if you know that. See, my hands started about a month, maybe two months later. It started in my jaw and my shoulders for me. Wow. So that's kind of why I think they were like, well, that's probably just a frozen shoulder or something. But then once it started getting, getting into my hands and my feet was when it was like, okay, this is weird. But yeah, my hands were not first for me. I get like, it's not even pins and needles. It'll be, I can feel my hands, but I feel sometimes like I can't feel my hands. Oh, wow. It's very odd. Yeah. I get like a neuropathy because I've had it for so long. But um, there, there is life after, and physical therapy was my, my godsend. That's really good to know because I kind of assumed if it's your immune system, no matter what you do as far as like exercising and stuff, it's not going to help because your immune system is going to do what it's going to do. But it's good to know that that's not true. You can do exercises and stuff too. And they also, the way they, they massage you, they feel the inflammation and they'll say you're inflamed mm. here. And they'll say, but that's your osteo. Like I never knew my osteoarthritis, which you won't have yet. My osteo is the sides of my knees. The RA is the front of your knee. How, how can they tell the difference? Because that's how it lands. Oh. And I've checked it with my doctor. No, the side of your knee is osteo. Wow, I had no idea mm -hmm. that it like pinpoints different sections yeah. of the joint. What? And she'll tell you, I think this part here of the hand is, is not RA. Hmm. So there are a lot of exercises that she's given me, a lot of simplistic leg lifts. Mm. Because what happens is when your knees are starting to inflame, you yeah. compensate using the wrong muscles. Mm. So all your other muscles in your legs start to tighten. Mm -hmm. And then you can't walk. So... How long were you unable, like how long was that time period from when you were like, I can't walk, I can't walk down the stairs to when you were able to? So I noticed it the summer of 2018. I couldn't walk the whole year of 2019 without assistance. Oh. By the end of the year, I started to walk, but I still took assistance with me. I was afraid. Mm -hmm. 
Um, today I can walk, but I cannot go up and down hills. Okay. Remember, I live in Westchester. It's not flat land here. So I, I cannot take buses. I cannot, certain things, I have to be careful where I'm let out of a car. And I still wonder if some of that is fear-based. I'm not sure. Mm. But my knees still feel a little bit weak. But I spoke to my doctor and he's like, you've got to go back to the basics of doing leg lifts. So it's rebuilding all the muscles that are in my body. And the other thing is, which I forgot to mention, and I don't know if I have it here, but Michael Simon is a chef. Mm -hmm. He has rheumatoid arthritis. Oh. And he has a book out that pulls out all of the trigger food, sugar, gluten, meats, right? And you do it for 10 days. You pull everything out. And then for one week, you put one in. Gluten is my biggest trigger. Is it? I cannot have gluten. And I just learned that that is definitely true because I used to keep Twizzlers on my desk like I did in my office. And I would have two, three, four a day. And then my hands just started doing this. And I looked it up and Twizzlers have yeast in it. What? So gluten is my big trigger. That book, does it kind of, is it kind of like an elimination diet? Like you slowly work things in until you... Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know if I'm going to have gluten for three days, right? If I'm going to have a hamburger roll or a piece of bread or whatever it may be, I know there's going to be consequences to that mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah. And I just have to accept that, right? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Otherwise, I just don't do it. And when I don't do it, it's great. But, you know, like I do miss regular pizza, things of that. But yeah, <laughs> you get used to it after a while. You really, really do. I am really, I, when I heard your podcast, I think you've done an awesome, awesome job and a great, a great service to a lot of people out there that probably, especially now, if they have an autoimmune disease, mm -hmm. this is the time it's going to come out. If this is going to be the stressor, COVID's going to be the stressor. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's probably why mine has showed its ugly head. It was like two weeks into quarantine and all of a sudden I was in pain and I, I was like, uh, I'm, I don't have any infection. So I, I think that's what did it? And I'm sure I'm not the only one. Right. So right. I, I definitely appreciate hearing your experience. Thank you for having me. Um, is there anything else you want to add? I know you were telling me that you were hoping to start a podcast I too. I am. It's taking me a little bit of time to get off the ground. You know, I am a little bit older than you. <laughs> that end of the world. But yeah, it's going to be called Be the Boss of Your Autoimmune oh. will be mine. And I'd love to have you on it because what I will be doing on mine is I will not only be having people that have autoimmune diseases like we do, but I will have physical therapists on, occupational therapists, doctors that are specialized in the field, assistants, everyone that I've worked with or that has helped me, even Michael Simon, the chef, I'm hoping to get him on yeah. um, to give you know, information. And I think, uh, I think this is a service that everyone needs. And between you getting it out there to your age group and my, I'm doing the same, I think that's great because it's not easy to live with. Life is different with an autoimmune disease. Yeah. There are days you don't feel like yourself. Brain fog. I'm sure, you know, I don't know if you've experienced that yet. Not yet. You're very lucky because you caught it early. And that's the whole thing. It's catching it early. Uh, autoimmunes have a huge effect on people. Yeah. Are you back in the office? I am. You are. God bless you. I don't know if I would. Really? My boss also has an autoimmune disease. So we, we are wearing masks all the time. We're socially distant. We're very cautious. Good. But, you know, got to make money to pay for these doctor's appointments. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So we're back and, and I feel okay about it, but. Yeah, it was definitely a consideration now that I never thought I would have to think about. Yeah. I'm like, I'm 30. I can beat this thing. You will beat it. All positive attitude. 
you will beat it. You will beat it to the point where you will be the boss of your autoimmune disease. It will not boss you. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I needed your podcast the day I listened to it. I truly did. Really? Yep. You're having a day? I was having a day. I wasn't feeling well. I'm trying to walk. I can only walk certain points. I'm trying to get some exercise in. I'm going to get, I'm going to have to shelter down again. I know I am I'm a different age group than you are, right? So I have to yeah. shuttle down again. I have to do certain things. And I was ha- not having a good day. And then all of a sudden I went online and I looked and I saw your podcast and it was a breath of fresh air. So Aww. you changed my day. And I want you to know that because I don't want you to give, I don't want you to stop this. I think this is very important. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Very welcome. Maybe someday we can meet in person when this is over. I know, right? We live fairly close. We're very close to each other. <laughs> um, and you said that your physical therapist or your doctors are in the city? So I go to hospital for special surgery, surgery Dr. Stephen Paget. Mm-hmm. And they, are, they have a whole rheumatoid arthritis. I did not know this. My asthma doctor told me. And they do a lot of clinical trials. They do a lot of work towards rheumatoid arthritis. And my physical therapist is in Yonkers at 51 Smart Avenue, direct physical therapy. And they, she specializes in autoimmunes and how to work the body. And she, I tell her all the time, she's one of the reasons I'm walking again. There are very few reasons. Wow. She is one of them. And the persistence. So again, if you're the boss of your own autoimmune disease, you will be just fine. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for talking to me today. I can't wait to talk to you on your podcast. You definitely <laughs> will. I just, once I get it up and running, you'll be the first call I make. You let and me definitely know. definitely stay in touch with me. Any questions you have, Chelsea, please feel free to email. I'd be more than happy. And I'll send you the book as well as the, um, the laser machine so you can put it up on your Instagram. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. And I'll keep in touch. Have a good one. Bye-bye, Chelsea. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Christine. If you want to check out some of the products she mentioned, I've put links to both the Light Force Therapy Machine and to Michael Simon's book in the show notes. If you've got a chronic condition and would like to be a guest on My Immune System Hates Me, you can email me at myimmunesystempod at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at myimmunesystempod. Don't forget to rate and review the show. Five stars, of course. The more ratings the show gets, the easier it will be for others to find it. And a quick disclaimer before we go, any information discussed in this podcast is strictly my opinion and those of my guests and are for informational purposes only. We are speaking from our personal experiences and you should always consult with your doctor or medical team. See you guys next week.